welcome to a very special episode of the Euketropolis podcast. I'm your host, James Hill, and today, for the first time ever, the baritone ukulele is in the house. Let's have a listen. This is a day I've been looking forward to for a long time. Finally, finally, Euketropolis has a baritone ukulele course, and it's a doozy. Baritone Ukulele Jazz comes out today. That's right, it's launching right now, this very minute. It's the baritone edition of the very popular ukulele jazz course that we released one year ago. So head on over to baritoneukulelejazz.com and you'll be redirected to exactly the right spot on Euketropolis. baritoneukulelejazz.com. Check it out. This is a course for really anyone who's interested in baritone ukulele, but especially those of us who are already playing some jazz on the ukulele and find that perhaps the vocal range is not perfect for us in every one of those keys, well, guess what? The baritone ukulele is here to save the day. If there is a song that doesn't work for you in standard tuning, you just take those same chord shapes and you plunk them down on the baritone ukulele, and I guarantee you that vocal range is going to suit you. So if one doesn't work, the other will. And that's one of the reasons we're also offering a jazz bundle where you buy both courses, ukulele jazz and baritone ukulele jazz. You buy them together, you get a 30% discount, and then you have both on hand. And you swap back and forth between them, depending on which vocal range suits you. For example, uh, It Had to Be You is one of my favorite songs in this collection. It's also one of my favorite songs of all time, period. But when I sing it in standard tuning, GCEA... It's kind of pushing the upper reaches of of my comfort zone. It had to be you. So far, so good. It had to be you. I wandered around and finally found the somebody who Okay, I'm stretching a little bit, but it's okay. Could make me be true. I'm really getting up there now. Could make me be blue. I think I made it. And even be glad. I hope it doesn't get any higher. Just to be sad. Uh Uh-oh. Thinking of you. That's really pushing the upper range that I feel comfortable in. I think that's an... uh, Thinking of... What is that note? It's an E. It's not impossible, but it doesn't have that kind of relaxed, intimate sound that I kind of want for this one. It had to be you. I feel like I'm just speaking to someone. I'm not yelling at them from across the room. So if I now have baritone ukulele jazz... And I grab my baritone ukulele. I play exactly the same chord shapes, but magically, 
the whole thing is transposed down by the interval of a fourth, which is not nothing. It's substantial, and it puts the range now in this nice, comfortable place for me to sing it the way I want to sing it. It had to be you It had to be you I wandered around And finally found The somebody who Much better, really relaxed Could make me be true Could make me be blue Even that part, which was kind of pushing it before, is fine And even be glad just to be sad Here's the hard part Thinking of you And now that becomes very manageable And I get to sing it in the way that I want to sing it And not have to relearn all the chord shapes that I've practiced so hard. And so that is one of the great practical benefits of the baritone ukulele. It's the other side of the coin. You have a standard tune ukulele in one hand, you have your baritone ukulele in the other hand, and man, anything is possible. And that's a good feeling. Of course, the other cool thing about the baritone is that it's the bridge between the world of ukulele and the world of guitar. And let's not forget, it's a two-way bridge. It allows guitar players to come across the musical pond and join the ukulele party. But it also allows ukulele players to cross over into new territory musically, to access new and different sounds that we wouldn't have access to otherwise. So first, let's you know speak to the guitar players, because everyone is welcome here in the land of ukulele. And, you know, the more the merrier. And if the baritone makes it easier for guitarists to join the party, then I'm all for it. The baritone, as you probably know, has the same string names. It has the same chord positions. It has the same note positions as the guitar. So it's a really nice way for somebody who's played guitar for a long time to feel comfortable in this new world of ukulele. In fact, they might literally feel more comfortable because instead of six strings, they have four. And what's really neat about this is that, especially in jazz, um, what often happens when you're playing guitar is that you actually only use four strings at a time in order to get that nice close jazzy sound if you watch a a jazz guitar player comping along you know on the bandstand there's a good chance that they're spending most of their time about halfway up the neck and they're only using four strings at a time i've always thought that was kind of funny because what a lot of jazz guitar players are doing a lot of the time is essentially imitating the baritone ukulele. So, you know, you get the sound that you're used to hearing from jazz guitar without having to contend with those, you know, other two pesky strings. 
And for ukulele players who want to explore this sound, well, it's right there under your nose. That's a funny little bit of melody. It's so soothing and appealing to me. It goes jada, 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 jing, jing, jing. Jada, jada, jing, jing, jing. That is fun. It's sweet. Uh, No matter which way you're crossing the baritone bridge, whether you're coming from the guitar to the ukulele, or whether you are going from that traditional ukulele sound and branching out into a more guitaristic sound, hey, it's all good. And you can see why I'm so excited that we finally have a baritone ukulele course at Uktropolis. So as I was preparing for this episode, I started to think about my own history with the baritone ukulele, because we all have a story about how we discovered the baritone, how we fell in love with the baritone, and I thought, what's my story? And maybe I can share that story as a way of kind of officially welcoming the baritone ukulele into the Uktropolis family, kind of like... sort of like an embarrassing wedding speech, you know? And so I was thinking back to my very first album, which I recorded 20 years ago, almost to the day, 20 years ago, I was recording this album in my parents' basement, uh, partly there and partly in my dorm room at university. And one night at the dinner table, my mom came up with the uh, title for the album, which just stuck. Uh, She said, you should call it Playing It Like It Isn't, because that's kind of what I was doing. I was sort of trying to find a new voice for the ukulele. And uh, one of the tunes I was working on was a beautiful melody that I had fallen in love with many years earlier, and that was uh, the meditation from the opera Thais by the French composer Massenet. And, you know, I was thinking, I'd love to do this on my album, this piece that's probably never been recorded on ukulele. But I was having a really tough time with it because for a piece like that that has these long, lyrical, soaring melody lines, well, you know, what are you going to do with an instrument that just goes plunk, you know, plink, and and it's done. I thought, well, if I could get a little more string length, I could get a bit more resonance, and uh, maybe I should try the baritone. So I did. Uh, I picked up like a $50 entry-level baritone ukulele. I'm not going to say the name brand. It was not great, I have to say. But I persevered, and I recorded this meditation from Thais, put it on the album, for better or for worse, that recording has appeared all over the place, uh, on national radio, etc. And so I thought, what the heck? Let's uh, dig that recording out right now, because it really is sort of my first um, my first encounter with the baritone ukulele. And uh, let's listen to a bit of it now. This is 20 years ago me 
playing the baritone ukulele on record for the first time, Meditation from Thais. So that was 21-year-old me playing the baritone ukulele for the first time on record in my parents' basement. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, right? It's, uh, it ain't what it ain't. And I, I, even though I think I would play that pretty differently now, I think it was the right idea. I, I don't think that piece would have sounded as good on the soprano or the concert or the tenor, that piece and the mellowness that it that it needs, the uh, lyricism that it needs, that was a good fit for the baritone. And it just goes to show that, you know, once you add the baritone ukulele to your palette of sounds, it really expands the, you know, the possibilities, the musical possibilities. I've always been amazed at the versatility of the ukulele in general. But man, when you add the baritone to that, it just, you know, it just broadens the spectrum in a whole new way. So how about this? How about we fast forward 12 years? I'm not in my parents' basement anymore. I've moved clear across Canada and I'm living in Nova Scotia. I have been a professional 
touring, recording musician for over a decade. I have changed my style of playing more than once. I've been very influenced by the folk music of Ontario and Quebec and Eastern Canada. And I'm going into the studio with one of my musical heroes, Joel Plaskett, to record an album called The Old Silo. And I've been especially inspired by Joel's tenor guitar playing. And of course, the tenor guitar and the baritone ukulele are very close cousins. And on this album, The Old Silo, uh, I end up playing the baritone just all over it. Um, sometimes in very sort of um, gentle, intimate songs. And on the other hand, on these very huge sounding rock songs, basically. And here's where I, I really start to appreciate the versatility of the baritone, that it it can really whisper and it can growl and it can do everything in between. Uh, so let's listen to a couple of samples from this album that feature the baritone ukulele. The first one is called I'll Never Know. Uh, I've, I think I wrote this on an airplane thinking about my sister and her family, how far away they live, and uh, how much I miss them. So here's the very gentle side of the baritone ukulele. I'll never know. Even among shooting stars, there are those that fall closer to the mark. How even among the brave there are the few And among them I found you Ooh, 
remember we recorded that live off the floor. So it was just me sitting there with the lights dimmed and playing and the baritone and singing into the mic. Very vibey. And, you know, sounds a bit like fingerstyle folk guitar, but not exactly. It sounds a bit like the ukulele, but not exactly. You know, the baritone lives in its own musical space. And uh, that's a good example. Now, so far, we have only really heard the gentle, introspective side of the baritone ukulele, whether that's uh, jazz or classical or folk. And I love that sound. But just for fun, (laughs) I want to um, share a different side of the baritone with you because really this instrument is like a sleeping giant. I'm going to play one other track here from this same album, the old silo. Uh, But this is a track that takes the baritone in a very different direction. One of the most rockin' tracks that I've ever recorded. Um, It's called She Still Got It. And uh, you'll hear the baritone really take on the role of the lead guitar in the band. Uh, But it is a baritone ukulele uh, through and through. Uh, I wrote this song as sort of an anthem for women of a certain age, beautiful, older women, because why not? I mean, don't they get a song? Come on. You got all these songs about young, beautiful women. What about older, beautiful women? So this one is called She's Still Got It. Button down, my button down, a 
hope she undoes it Still got me wrapped around her Little baby finger Little baby finger Don't you just love soothing ukulele music? <laughs> this is what the baritone brings to the table, this incredible new world of possibility. And this episode of the podcast is dedicated to welcoming the baritone ukulele into the Uktropolis family. We have a brand new baritone ukulele jazz course that is the first baritone ukulele course on the website. So very excited about that. I'm going back through the archives and, and uh, revisiting my history with the baritone ukulele. And uh, thank you for, for joining me. I want to finish with one more tune here. And this is a special one. My dad and I recorded an album uh, in 2019. And uh, it's called The Brookfield Sessions because he came out to uh, my house and home studio here in Brookfield, Nova Scotia. And he brought a bunch of his songs with him. Um, he went through a phase where he wrote a lot of songs on his ukulele. He often played the baritone ukulele and wrote these songs. And we recorded 10 songs right here in this room where I'm sitting right now. And uh, one of those songs is called I'll Die But I'll Never Grow Old. And Dad's always been a big fan of the blues and blues musicians. So when it came time to record sort of a, you know, a, a screaming blues solo, we we looked around and we were like, well, obviously we need a guitar. We, we need sort of an Eric Clapton guitar sound. And um, I realized that I, I actually don't, I don't have an electric guitar here in my studio. It's <laughs> like, it might be the only recording studio that doesn't have an electric guitar in it. And we were like, oh man, uh, what are we going to do? Of course, what we did was we hooked up the baritone ukulele to uh, an overdriven amp and we just rocked out. And uh, so I want to play you um, uh, a little, a little bit of I'll Die But I'll Never Grow Old. This is by my dad, Barry Hill, and recorded by me and him, and it features the baritone ukulele. Now come on, baby, you know I'm your man, so come on, baby, don't put me in a jam, tell me that you love me, tell me that I can love you in the saying, baby, I just don't understand. Now 
between This smiling, this crying Well, you know what I mean There's playing the blues On the old village green This thinking about living And living the dream I'll die, I know But I'll never That is I'll Die But I'll Never Grow Old, a song written by my dad, Barry Hill. He started writing songs in his 60s, and uh, he and I ended up recording a bunch of them on an album called The Brookfield Sessions. If you want to know more about that album, I've put a link in the show notes, so check that out. That song obviously really runs with the, the bluesy side of the baritone ukulele, but in this episode... You have heard a whole range of things from classical to jazz to folk and rock, all played on the amazingly versatile baritone. And this whole episode is dedicated to the baritone. It's a, it's a welcome party for the baritone ukulele because we're launching our very first baritone ukulele course today, baritoneukulelejazz.com. I hope you'll check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, Whether you're a guitar player crossing over the bridge into the ukulele world or an ukulele player venturing out uh, to new, more guitar-like sounds and expanding your musical vocabulary. Either way, baritone is big fun. Baritone is beautiful. And I know you're going to enjoy it. On that note, let's wrap it up with a special baritone ukulele performance of our Euctropolis theme song. I'll be back again next week with another episode of the podcast. Until then, keep on strumming those soprano, concert, tenor, and baritone ukuleles. (laughs) 